Well, uh, you know, usually it's a little bit of banter or, you know, a conversation going before I hit record. Well, no, actually not before. When I first hit record, they might not always know I'm recording yet or that the microphone is hot. We live. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just me. I'm so lonely. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Theme music. Fuck it. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> Let's go. Video What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent, and this is the Home Video Hustle, where we hustle motherfucking hustle. As you heard in the theme song, done by the homie Trade Voorhees. Shout out, what's popping? Now, yeah, again, I'm here by myself. This is only like, what, how many times have I done this? Like, I did Blood of Dracula's Castle by myself. I think the Q&A hustle way back when episode, that episode was like, by myself. So is this the third one? Was I, I want to? I thought there was another one where I was by myself. Cause I know the Q and A shit. I was answering questions, and then that one, Blood of Dragons. Maybe this is only the third one. I don't know. I, I don't remember my own fucking catalog apparently. But it's, I'll just okay. I'll say this for sure. This is only the second time I've done a movie, like actual episode of no bullshit, like no questions and all that. Just we're gonna talk about a fucking movie, and it's actually from the same set. Of uh, from, my God, I can't talk. What's wrong with me? It's from the same set as Blood of Dracula's Castle, bitch. There you go. Um, now nah, I got this Gore House Greats. Uh, I think it's eight movies in there. Old Mill Creek set. This is actually the third movie that we watched out of that set, though, because this movie, Blood of Dracula's Castle, and Trip with the Teacher was also out of this set. So almost done with this goddamn set. It was like like a third of the way through. It's like eight movies. We done three. Math is hard. I'm sorry. I always hated math, but why did I pick this movie? Why did I pick this fucking movie? Where's the damn box? Cause it's it. <laughs> I can tell you why if I read the box again. All right, there we go. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 12 movies. So I'm relieved. My math is all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I picked this movie because it said... Wait, no. This ain't this ain't what the fuck I read. I don't know. Maybe it was... The, I, where the fuck is IMDb? I'm unprepared as fuck. Professional, goddammit. Because there was something I read and I was like, oh, that sounds up my alley. Blood Mania. 1978. Yes, that's what I read. That made me okay. I'll, I'll give you both. Okay, on the back of Gorehouse Greats, it said "Blood Mania, 1970, Color: A, a Nightmare of Unspeakable Terror." This gothic-like horror tale is about a young doctor who's haunted by a questionable past and is entrapped tra- in, in a hopeless present by jealousy, blackmail, and finally murder. So, I was like, you know, eh, all right, but then. IMDb came through for your boy because their synopsis is a sex crazed nympho helps speed along her father's death so she can use the inheritance to help out her depraved boyfriend. Brent sees a title of Blood Mania 
And then the first sentence says, Sex Crazy Nympho. And then the poster, if you've seen it before, is, uh, well, you, if you look at the episode post, you know I put the title of the poster on there. But she's holding a body, just like a naked chick holding a skeleton. So that's the, that was the track factor that made me go, let's look up this trailer. And then I watched the trailer. And as y'all, if y'all saw the next up video on YouTube, which you should have, you saw the trailer too. And maybe, maybe you from that trailer, you can see why I picked this movie. I don't know. Y'all know me by now. This is episode 125. Yeah, see that segue? Blood Mania from 1970, hour and 21 minutes, so timing is right. But we'll get into that a little bit more, because even at 121, there's no points here, and I don't know. We'll get into all that. Fuck it. Now, this shit's going to be weird, because, you know, I like to play the little game, as you know, uh, my homie Nathan from What Were They Thinking calls, you know, the little Price is Right game, trying to guess the IMDb score, but see, it's just me, and I wrote this shit down and researched, and I'm looking at the fucking number, so... I'm going to guess anyway. I'm going to guess 4 out of 10. Brent, you got it right. It's goddamn 4 out of 10, motherfucker. All right, now I sound crazy. But motherfucking neighbors are probably listening to this shit like, what the fuck is wrong with this nigga? We need to move. But nah, for real, though, IMDb score is exactly 4 out of 10, 4.0. And Rotten Tomatoes, the critics said, fuck this movie because there's nothing there. And then the audience gave it an 18%. So it's not very well liked. What am I gonna give it? What do y'all what do y'all think I'm gonna give it? I'm gonna ask y'all. I'm gonna give y'all a second. What do y'all think I'm gonna give it? Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, you might I mean shit, you you close. I don't know. Find out at the end of the show. <laughs> but it's directed by Robert Vincent O'Neill, starring Peter Carpenter, Maria de Aragon. Wasn't that a Lord of the Rings character? Or Aragon? Or is it Aragon or something? Or is that the dragon movie? Was there a dragon movie called Aragon? Aragorn? Or is all oh, maybe the dragon was Aragorn, Aragorn, and then I think the Lord of the Rings motherfucker was Aragorn? I don't fucking know. It's fantasy elf shit. I don't know. I say as I'm playing The Witcher 3 on the Switch, fuck y'all. It's also starred Vicky Peters, Reagan Wilson, and Alex Rocco. I don't know if y'all know any of these fucking names. I just wrote them down, though, because I give the people their props. Man, it's probably the quickest we've ever gotten into a movie. It's weird when it's just me and it's only six minutes. Damn, even when it's just me, it's still six minutes in getting there, though. I mean, I guess it's better than 15. They can't complain this week. What is Blood Mania about? How does it start? Well, Brent, it starts with what I wrote as atmospheric credit sequence. And I wrote that because you get like the little, like, I don't know how to explain it. It kind of reminds, I mean, I'm probably going to catch flack for this shit. But but with the music and like, because, oh, God, how do, how do I explain it where people don't think I'm crazy? Okay, okay. There's music playing and it's kind of like 70s, you know, driving, you know, cheap you know, type music, I don't like, like, kind of, porno horror music, I guess is what I kind of called it in my head when I was watching it, it's a girl running around in, like, the dark, I don't know if it's the, not the woods, but it's kind of like some weird-ass shit, but there's, there's all these different colors, it's like reds, greens, and blues, and it's like a ghoulish figure chasing after this girl, I don't even know he's chasing, he just, like, kind of pops into the shot every now and again, and all these, there's these weird, there's these freeze frames on the girl's face, but they're always in, like, the real awkward positions, Kind of like with her mouth open and screaming, and it's a freeze frame with the credits over it. My mind blanked so hard just now. <laughs> I was going to say it reminded me of somebody. Dario Argento. Fuck, thank you. It reminded me of one of his movies. And now I know, put the fucking pitchforks down, goddammit. I'm just saying, that's what it reminded me of. You might sound crazy, but I fucking know I'm crazy. I don't care. That's the beauty of it, homie. All that happens, that's the credit sequence. First thing that happens, you see this old-ass bastard laying in the hospital bed. You know, one of the ones that did the little recline, not reclining shit. What is that called? 
Where, I don't know where you, you sit in the goddamn bed and raise it up with the buttons and shit, though. What the fuck is that? I worked at a fucking hospital. I can't remember what it's called right now. My mind is blanking hard today. Talking is fucking hard. But fuck it. He's in the hospital bed. Y'all know what I'm talking about. The, like the tempopedic shit or something. I don't know. God damn it. But he has a buzzer and he's buzzing it and nobody's responding to it. And he, so he buzzes it more and then you get a shot of uh, what you're going, oh, would this be lead? That's not the lead character. It's actually, you know, it's not the lead character, but as you'll find out, I'll spoil it for you because fuck it. But it's the villain of the movie, his, I think, eld- yeah, oldest daughter, Victoria. But I just called her Vicky in my notes to you know, conserve space and shit, you know. Hey, but um, she's, what is she doing? She's, like, cutting up something. She's, like, preparing dinner or something. And your marriage just goes hard with the buzzer. The, eh, 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 shit like that. And she, you can tell she's, like, not with the shits at all. She's, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go help this old-ass bastard. Oh, no, no, no. No, I'm sorry. She's not, she's not cutting up shit. I think I'm thinking of somebody later. She's painting something, I think. And that's when you go in there and my notes, asshole dad. It's because they got like a weird relationship. She's like, what's up, pops? And he's like, oh, man, I don't remember all this dialogue. I watched this shit last night after I got off work. But basically, you find out here that the dad is sick and probably dying. I think they do say he's dying at one point. Him and his daughter kind of got beef. Because, I mean, it's not explicitly said, but you can kind of tell she's just waiting on this motherfucker to die. And he has a lot of money because he's like the lead doctor at a clinic or he runs a clinic or some shit. And they got a real nice house. So your mind does that shit where you just kind of push it together. It's like, okay, that motherfucker got money. Daughter look irritated, but she's dealing with it. See, okay, two and two together. She dealing with this motherfucker to get some type of inheritance. Blah. And I was right as the movie goes on. But she cut away from all that. You get the cute little 70s chick in the bathtub. And she's calling from a man that's sleeping in the bed. She's like, hey, come holler at me. Hey, wake up. Hey, get your ass up. And he's like, nah, give me like five more minutes. And she's like, come here, I got something for you. And he's like, oh, word? Then he gets up and he goes to sees her in the bathtub with all the suds all naked with the titties out and everything. And he's like, oh, oh, that's what you offering. Okay, well, um, he starts taking off the clothes immediately. And I don't blame him for it because I would have done the same goddamn thing. But y'all know that by now. If you don't know me by now. I know I'm singing the wrong song. Shut up for telling me that. I already I already admitted to that in another episode. But <laughs> it's the mashup. But um, right as he's about to pull his pants down, phone rings. And so he's like, fuck, I'll have to go answer that. And then he picks up the red motherfucking Commissioner Gordon phone. And uh, I think this is where... Oh, you don't actually see the dude yet, I don't think. You don't find your scene. But you just hear him saying like, yo, ah. Uh, I can't do that shit right now. Then it's kind of his tone kind of changes. You can tell they're on the other line, on the other line, on the other end of the line that's saying something that got your boy a little bit shook because he's like, all right, um, let me do some shit and I holler back at you, you know, that, that type of shit. And then he goes back over to old girl in the bathtub and she's like, yo, what's that? And he's like, yo, don't worry about all that type of shit. And then she starts asking him questions and I think he's just kind of like, whatever, whatever, that scene's over. And my next note, it fucked me up. Watching this like 1970s movie with the 2019 eyes and shit, but there's um back at the what do I what do I what do I call this like back at okay I'll just say this back at Vicky house because like I said Vicky's like the the daughter taking care of the father and everything. There's a pool boy outside cleaning the pool and you know it's the young little whippersnapper and shit and she's watching him. I don't know if she's no 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 she's not touching herself or nothing. I'm thinking this scene, but she's watching him and he dives into the pool because I guess he dropped his keys and she so she starts to walk away. But then when you cut back to him coming up out of the pool, girly uh, Victoria is standing right there. And he's like, oh, you know, he's kind of spooked. He's like, oh, shit, my bad. I'm, you know, I just had to get in the pool, get my keys. You know, I'm not like, lollygagging on the job and shit like that. And I don't even think she says anything. I think she just starts walking into the pool and she starts taking off her like a uh, robe or whatever the fuck she got on. 
and, and you know, there's nothing under there. It's just titty and pussy out. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I laugh because he was like, um, I've heard about you type of women before. You can tell your man is not with the shits because he's like backing up hard. Because he's like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, I got to I got to go. Uh, I'm out of here. Peace. Oh, hi. I was just getting my keys out of the pool. They fell in. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I've heard of people like you. Oh, wow. My mother wants to be home by... And, you know, like I said, back in the 1970s, I could just imagine, like, the people watching this shit in the theater, and they're like, oh, man... Uh, you know, probably calling him all the little, you know, insensitive words and shit that I'm not going to say on this podcast because I'm better than that. God damn it. <laughs> but now I can just imagine people be, if, you know, I, I can see the whole crowd laugh, or the, not crowd, what am I movie theater? Everybody to drive in fucking laughing at this shit. But now, like I said, with the, you know, the, the sensitivity, you know, whatever awareness shit that's going on in the world nowadays, you see it now, you're like, oh man, she just sexually assaulted. I would have never said that shit as a teenager. Like, oh, she sexually assaulted that motherfucker. Like, no, but now as a 28-year-old, I'm watching this shit, and I'm just like, man, she just really assaulted my nigga. Uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't see it probably the way they directed it. I guess that's just a sign of the times we live in. I guess now people are more, you know, aware of that type of shit. Whereas back then, it's probably played as a joke. Like, ha ha, that bitch-ass nigga ran away from pussy. What the fuck? And granted, back in my mind, I did kind of laugh, because I'd have hit that shit. I don't give a fuck. I'd have been smashing. But that's just me, though. I'm just a horny young bastard. I'm sorry. Oh, earlier in the movie, too, I got to say this one. Um, Vicky and her pops were talking. She said something about Dr. Ooh, shit. What is his last name? I don't remember his last name, but I know his first name is Craig. So he's going to say Craig. Come on, Craig. She said something about Dr. Craig. And he's like, oh, you know, you just trying to fuck Dr. Craig. You know, you've been trying to holler at him for a minute, but he ain't fucking with you, huh? <laughs> and then she kind of gives a look. So it's like, you know, that foreshadowing of shit to come. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. That good old filmmaking. Dr. Craig is actually now with the asshole daddy and came by to check on him and everything. And I think it's something where he was drinking like liquor or he was doing something that he wasn't supposed to do. So he was like, yo, you need to quit doing this shit. You know, fucker, you will die. Like, nigga, you think I'm nigga, you will die. So there's a little nurse. Because not only is the daughter uh, Vicky watching her, I mean, there's an actual nurse there too. And he tells the nurse like, yo, um, make sure he don't do this shit right here. And then also make sure that, you know, he go to bed by a certain time. And she's like, oh, I guess we can't watch the Late Late Show no more. And he just kind of goes like, meh, meh. Old man sound effect. Old man grunt. There you go, meh. What is that? Now I sound like an old 1930s gangster, though. Meh. How the fuck have we not done any Warner Brothers gangster movies? I know. I, don't, I blame you, Patreon. Yeah, yeah, I blame y'all. You know why? Because y'all motherfuckers have the option to make us watch shit like that. And then y'all get mad when we don't watch shit like that. But you had an opportunity to make us watch it. But instead, you motherfuckers make us watch from Justin to Kelly. <laughs> shit like that. You bastards. Nah, I'm like, I'm just fucking with y'all. I don't know why I'm so hyped. I didn't think I'd be actually this, like... I, all right, can I, can I you know, spill the beans a little bit here for you real quick? I'm like, uh, what's, the, what's, the, uh, what's the shit called? Spill the tea. There you go, as you, the youngins like to say nowadays. I fucking terrified to do a one-person episode, even though I did it before. You know the Blood of Dracula's Cast episode? I don't even know if I ever listened back to it. Behind the curtain, I listen back to every fucking episode. Like, the day, like on Fridays when y'all listening to it, why? Well, I don't listen to it on Fridays, because I'm, well, I'm not telling y'all my work schedule, but Sundays is when I usually listen to them. I don't think I ever listened back to that one, because I'm just like, I don't know, it's... Maybe that's the, the self-confidence is higher now. Maybe, like I said, all the good words the motherfuckers throw out there. And I know a couple people that say, oh, you know, 
hearing your voice, you know, makes the weekend for me. All that good props that lifted your boy up to now I feel super comfortable. Or, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's actually a mix of that. And the fact that since PJ's not here with me in person no more, I'm pretty much doing what I'm doing now, like by myself in the house, but just, you know, a person usually on the screen. So maybe that helps too. I don't know. I think this is going pretty good so far. How about y'all? Let me know on Twitter, capital H, capital V, capital H, capital V, lowercase podcast. If you didn't understand what I said, you'll find out. Type in home video hustle. Where the fuck was I at now? Fuck. Asshole dad. Ah, there we go. So, yeah, after the doctor checks on uh, Pops, Vicky's trying to, uh, yeah, proving what the dad says. She's trying to get that dick, and she fucking fails at securing the penis, which I was shocked at. I thought dude was going to grab it, but then I remember he does have girly at home, though. So... And neither one is bad or bad looking, so I'm like, shit, they can both get the penis with they down with menage toi. I'm like Vicky would be down, honestly. Like sex and info. She like, as long as I get dick, she probably would go for it. Talk the other girl into it, be like, yo, look at her. You know, we can make something happen with this shit. Make everybody best of both worlds. Do I sound like an asshole? Am I a pervert? I am a pervert. I'm not even gonna ask y'all that. I already know that. Am I a pervert for real? Am I a pervert because I fucking love women? Like I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not, I don't go out and harass women. Believe me, I'm sorry. I throw that out there. I'm not one of them type of perverts. I'm not a, I don't know what, okay. What's the difference between a pervert and a deviant? What is a sexual deviant and a pervert? What's the, you know what? It's Google time, baby. Let's look this shit up. Oh, y'all thought it was just me? I wasn't going to get shit like this? No, no, no. Fuck you. We get tangents here too. Because I want to know now. Like Joe, I want to know. Ain't done that in a while. Okay, right, see. So perverts versus sexual deviants. Am I? Maybe I'm not neither one. I don't fucking know. What is a sexual deviant person? Oh, shit. A condition such as exhibitionism or masochism, which sexual gratification is derived from activities or fantasies that are generally regarded as atypical or deviant. Such a condition when it causes distress and impaired functioning in the individual or actual or potential harm to others. A paraphilic disorder. So I'm not a sexual deviant thing because I fucked that. I ain't doing much. So what is a pervert? A person whose sexual behavior is regarded as abnormal and unacceptable. I don't think my shit is abnormal and or unacceptable, though, goddammit. So maybe I'm neither. Maybe I am just a connoisseur of pussy. I still want to be vulgar as possible. I don't know. I can't help it. I'm sorry. Shit, man. All y'all do is talk about so Yeah, I know. I like it. I'm sorry. There's podcasts that do nothing but talk about movies like this one. And there's podcasts that do nothing but talk about video games. I like to talk about sex because that's what I like. Damn it. The fuck is this intervention I'm doing with myself? There's nobody here. Why am I doing this? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm sorry. Back on track. I'm just saying, no, God, no, I'm stop. <laughs> Why am I defending myself? All you fuck. Everybody listen to this goddamn show are fucking nasty, probably. I don't care. You might be saying to yourself, you're not. Really, think about what you do in the bedroom with your significant other. Think about that, won't you? <laughs> That's Mystery Science of the Reference. You didn't get it. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know where I was going with that. I had a point. I think I made it and I kept going to the point where the point had been made and now it was like muddled under a bunch of other shit. You ever happen to you? You make a point to somebody but then you keep going and you fuck it up. And now they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, I thought I made a point. But I don't remember it no more either. So let's awkwardly just end this conversation. But see, luckily I have notes. So I can. I don't have to do it awkwardly. I can just be like... So next scene, Doc goes back to his house and a girly from before is up there waiting on him. And there's this weird ass shot. Cause I didn't, I thought that was gonna be like a surprise or a different girl. I thought it was gonna be like, yo, the doctor is getting his Mizak on. And it's a different girl at, at his waiting at his house now after he was just smashing the other one in the bathtub. But it's the same girl from the bathtub. But they do this weird like camera angle where it's like the lower body and down. So you see 
No, you don't see like the belt line, I don't think, or nothing above it. It's weird. And they're talking. Then you can tell they're like flirting and about to get their fuck on. But then you get a knock at the door. And when he goes and knocks at when he goes to the door, he's like, Oh, it's you Larry. I think it was Larry was his name. Yeah, Larry. There you go. That's in my notes. And uh this is where you find out that the doctor is pretty much getting blackmailed. I guess the on the guy on the phone earlier, the doctor had told him that like whatever the, I don't think they really explained what maybe that's what it was. Okay, let me let me say this and we'll brain blast this shit together. Okay. The dude tells him, like, yo, you want out of the game, you gonna give me fifty thousand dollars to be officially out of the game. And you find out later that the doc, he's blackmailing him basically because the doctor did a bunch of, you know, back alley abortions or some shit. Or he did abortions when he wasn't supposed to. Dude is like, if you want to stop fucking with me, you're going to give me 50 stacks. Or I'm making my Takashi on and I'm going to snitch my ass off to everybody about these abortions you did. And you're going to be fucked. You losing that license, practitioner shit, all that's gone. You fucked, my boy. Fucked. But like I said, you find out all later. Right now, you're just wondering, like, what the fuck is this? I'm thinking it's some mafia shit. Like, yo, yo, you want out of the business? You won't pay me for it. And uh, how much does he want? He wants $50,000, bro. And this is 1970s money. Keep that in mind. Also, with the abortion thing, I didn't think, like, you. I mean, it's kind of topical, actually, a little bit now. Because, you know, they got those laws about the abortions and, you know, certain states trying to outlaw them and shit. I didn't know in the 1970s it was such a taboo type thing. I thought. Then again, I don't know. I've never had to, you know, go to an abortion clinic with any girl I impregnated before, you know, so I don't know a whole lot about this topic. But I thought that until recently, you just went, like, went to them trying to ban the shit. I thought you just went to the Planned Parenthood joint, they vacuumed the kid or whatever the fuck they do with the damn thing. I don't goddamn know. But I didn't, like I said, I didn't think, I mean, I, I think about it. I mean, there's been other movies. I don't think it's ever been looked upon, like, fondly, but I think... I don't know. I don't fucking know. When the fuck did abortions just come? When, when did that become a thing where you just go to the Planned Parenthood and just have that shit done like that? Like, I don't know. Because I, I don't know. Shit, I don't really think about it. I don't want to look that up, though. I don't feel like it. I'm sorry. Somebody out there can tell me shit. But yeah, fuck it. I don't know. But he's using that to get 50 stacks out of him, though. Back over at uh, Vicky and her pops, though. Damn. Is that? No, I don't think this is the first time. Is this the first time you meet her, actually? I don't know. But it's Vicky and the nurse. And the nurse is uh getting, you know, I think it's coffee. He's getting breakfast. There you go. Getting breakfast ready for the dad. And they're talking. And the nurse is going on about, oh, you know, how much, basically, how much she enjoys hanging out with the pops and, you know, all this type of shit. And you can tell Vicky looking kind of salty. Because, like I said, Vicky out for money, man. She's one of them type of people where, you know, when death come, like, money is the first thing on the mind. Fuck, you know being sad and all this shit. It's like, yo, where my paper at? One of them type of cats. When she hears girlies saying something about like, oh, you know, I'm, I love your pops and you know all this type of shit, she get kind of salty. She's like, no, 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 that money mine. Now, y'all get nothing. This all me. You can go away. So she does some little hoe shit and knocks a tea glass over. Is it tea glass? Teacup, sorry. I'm sorry. Teacup over our coffee. Actually, it was a coffee mug. I said, I'm saying the wrong thing anyway. Knocks the coffee mug over and breaks it. And so the nurse is holding the trench. She's like, oh, shit. And Vicky's like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Here, could you clean that up? And I'll take the train's like, here, here, I'll take him to food. You Can you just clean that up? She's so like, oh, shit. Later on that day, I think it just shows her painting again. It's just showing that Vicky likes to paint and all that shit. That's what my note was, but I don't remember exactly what happened there. So she's painting. Something happens where the doctor and Vicky are talking. She pulls him to the side. I don't remember exactly how the fuck she heard about the money shit. I didn't skip a note, did I? No, I didn't. So somehow they end up talking about the paper. And Doc is like, yeah, yeah, you know, um, he was he was using a front for it. What was he saying? Oh, he said, I owe the IRS $50,000. And she's like, ooh, I don't got that kind of money. 
Oh, no, no, she doesn't say that yet. She doesn't say that yet. Because he, he I don't think he actually says the amount yet. He just says, I need money to pay some IRS debts. And she's like, oh, I got money. And uh, he's like, oh, well, you know, so I don't need the money and all that type of shit. But then all of a sudden, it's weird. It's just like this weird hard cut, I remember, from that scene to the doctor and Vicky being in bed. And I was like, oh, shit, they just commenced to fuck, and I ain't mad at him. But then something happened here where I had to actually... Like, listen to the dialogue to figure out what happened. But there's these little things that um, Girlie has. Imagine Smarty. You know Smarty's little candy pellets that's, like, got in the wrapper, the plastic wrapper with, the like, two ends tied up, kind of like ribbons and shit, or whatever the fuck you want to say. Like, they look like that, like Smarties, but instead of, like, the plastic wrapper, they have, like, a cloth wrapper on them. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, cloth-wrapped Smarties. And she, like, cracks one. And is waving it under the doctor's nose. And I'm thinking it's like the little um, smelling salt things, you know, that they put under people's nose to wake them up when they're unconscious or whatever the fuck they are. But it's not. We find out later. In my notes, I put this in quotations because I think I heard this wrong. The doctor says later that it's anal nitrate. I'm sure it's not anal nitrate. It's like something nitrate. I heard anal nitrate, <laughs> which I don't think is right. But I'm about to type that in and see what the fuck happens, man, because I want to fucking know what the hell this shit was. Oh, wait a minute. Was that what it was called? Oh, ammo. A-M-Y-L, ammo nitrate. Okay, I thought for a second. I was saying that I sure what it was called. Okay, so A-M-Y-L nitrate. Poppers. Oh, is that what the fuck that was that she had? What are poppers? Popper is a slang term given broadly to drugs of the chemical class called ankyl nitrates. Now it's spelled differently here. I don't know. An- whatever. That are inhaled. It is used for anal sex by increasing blood flow and relaxing sphincter muscles or for recreational drug purposes, typically for the high or rush that the drug can create. Poppers have also been historically used for sexual encounters initially within the gay community, huh? Okay, so I guess I guess you're hitting with that popper. I'm, I, I guess I'm a fucking lame-o because I don't know what the fuck a popper is. Maybe that's some white shit in the hood. Maybe they weren't using poppers. I don't fucking know. But I guess she pops my boy. And then you get what I wrote as as the artsy sex scene because they don't they don't really it's a sex scene with no sex I I, I don't know it's like a lot of like because like the okay the background goes kind of dark and there's those like weird like kind of lights and shit again and there's a point where she like goes down which I'm taking it as she's sucking his dick and he's kind of just looking up into the sky and then there's like a lot of land there and I don't know it's like a sex scene with no fucking is what I put it don't even look like penetrata happened my nigga like I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, after the sex, though, is when you find out about that. I'm just gonna call it anal nitrate because they even said it facilitates anal sex now. So it's anal nitrate or poppers, I guess. But <laughs> this is where you find out he says that shit. And he's like, yo, you gotta be careful with that. You know, too much of it can uh, kill you. And you can see the light bulb pop over top. Well, not really, but you can, you know, the light bulb hit her head. She's like, oh, so too much can kill somebody, right? And he's like, yeah, 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 shit, it'd be all bad. And them gears get to turn, and she's like, hmm. And he, he's like, he says, like, what's up? What's up? And she's like, nah, nothing, nothing. It's all good. And then the gears is turning. Okay, now this scene right here, it's kind of weird. I guess it's like to be the, I guess this is a girlfriend, but to be the good girlfriend to the doctor, which apparently he's not being a good boyfriend because he's out fucking Vicky, so he's cheating, whatever. She calls over the, um, the thug, Larry. Wait a minute. What's his name, Larry? Cause I'm thinking about, it. they said Larry on the phone, but then in the credits, he's not labeled as Larry. He's labeled as like the thug or some blackmailer or something. I don't know. We'll just, I, my notes, I just put the thug. We'll just put blackmailer. I just like the credits. Fuck it. But she calls the blackmail dude over to the house and she's like, hey, look, um, 
is there any way that we can like get rid of this debt with uh the doctor? You know, that's my man's. I want to help him out. I don't want him to be all stressed out. I don't want him to get murdered or nothing like that. And he's like, uh, oh, you know, I think there's something that can be arranged. Of course, you know what that means. Anyway, she's actually down with it at first. Like, I think she actually did call him over there with the intention of fucking him to, you know, get rid of my man's debt. But the table's turn. You're dealing with a fucking bad guy. So he does bad guy shit. She's like seductively, you know, taking off her shirt. And I guess dude is just like, nah, fuck it. Pushes her onto the couch, I think. And starts like kissing all up on her and like reaching down at her pussy and everything. And she's like, no, stop. And I'm like, oh, well, that just turned into a rape scene real hard. And it does because that's what happens. But they don't show her like getting raped. They just show like, well, I mean, they show her getting assault, sexually assaulted. But like, actually, there's no penetration. There's no like thrusting shit happening. But there is like a, like, I think it's a fade. And it comes back to a girly like laying on the couch looking like distraught. And the dude is like, yeah, I think he kisses her like on the cheek. And then he says, um, yeah, you were good, but not that good, baby. He still basically he still owed me that money. And I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But you know, the even more fucked up thing about this, this scene and the girlfriend, Cheryl, never come back in the movie. The scene's kind of pointless. I don't know if it was for the, uh, it's weird saying this, but the titillation factor of it maybe is why it's here. This is like a, a, a what do you call this shit? Like not a snuff film, Brent. What is it called? Like a skeezy movie, you know what I'm saying? Like drive-in skeeziness. And I guess that, I mean, it, that's what happens in these type of movies. It happened in Trip of the Teacher. So I, mean, I guess it's just there for the genre. I, I don't fucking know. It serves no purpose to it. And like I said, she never comes back. Doctor never even talks to or mentions her again in this whole fucking movie. But back at the house, though, like I said before, Vicky's gears are turning. And she gets to, <laughs> she gets to anal night. I'm sorry, I just don't call it that now. She fucks you up with the popper, though. Pops the shit, wiggle it, wiggles it under his nose. And he's like, every time he turns his head away, trying not to sniff it. He, he's still asleep. Like, his eyes are not open or anything. He's like in his sleep, like moving his head around. And after a while, then she says, fuck it, that might be enough. And then she goes over to the fucking mirror after she just poisoned her pops. And she starts, like, un, like un, what was it? Not undoing, like, untying and opening up her robe. And she's looking at her titties. And I think she might even be rubbing on her nipples or some shit while the dad is in the background fucking dying. And uh, it, it was a jump scare. It actually almost got me. It, like, kind of, because the, the sound was loud as fuck. And I had my headphones on, so it kind of made me jump a little bit. I can't front. But as she's doing it, you just get this loud, sound effect and the dad like sits up in the bed with his eyes super bugged and is like like how do you explain that shit like his teeth like grinding just like oh like that type of face i think he even makes that sound and then it's just a hard cut to the next day and the uh doctor and the nurse standing there and the doctor's like damn you know he didn't want to live you know at least he went out you know the way he wanted to you know shit like that because they think he just like killed himself or something i think i mean i guess, I guess that's what they're getting at maybe they think he poppered himself which is stupid because no, it can't be that because then he probably, the doctor should have known immediately that Vicky killed him, but he doesn't know yet. So maybe it's not from the, the popper. So how do they think he killed himself? Or maybe they just thought it was one of those things where it's like he just stopped fighting it? I don't fucking know. I'm thinking too hard, probably. But the doctor goes to talk to Vicky, he's questioning her about everything. And this is where you, I think, I forget. Oh, she says, I did it for you. And he's like, what? You did it for me. And I think that's when he realizes, like, oh, she killed this motherfucker. And then she's like, why are you looking at me like that? He's like, how the fuck am I supposed to look at you? You just killed your own dad. Like, I did it for you, though. You're going to have this money. And you can pay off your your uh, your loan or whatever. Not loan. Well, whatever the fuck it is he owing money for. Or blackmail. You pay off the blackmail. She thinks it's taxes, but it's blackmail. Whatever. You know what I mean. 
Wait a minute, is that later? No, that's later. Okay, never mind. I was about to say something way far ahead. But while they're talking about this shit, the phone ring. And the doctor, I think it's the coroner, is calling. And he's like, asking what the cause of death. And he looks over at Vicky and she looks at him basically like, fuck you gonna do? Like, you can have this money. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. He had a stroke. So he lies. So he's already, he's become, come to the dark side of the force. Vicky is talking to the attorney about the will and everything. He's like, yo, it's going to take at least 10 days because, you know, I got to do paperwork and we got to actually notify the younger sister. And that's when you see Vicky has a look on her face like, oh, shit. It's just like, yeah, homie, you got a sister that we got to notify. You might not get all this money, player. And then after that, yeah, you get in and get uh, her sister. Her sister's name is Gail. And she has a friend, I guess, with her. I guess, yeah, I'll say friend named Kate. It's an older woman, though. Vicky and the doctor... Well, because the doctor comes in and introduces himself to, you know, Gail and uh, Kate, too, and all that. But then him and Vicky go off to the side into a different room. And she's like, um, yeah, you got to wait like 10 days for this money because they got to go through all this will shit. He's like, well, you know, you got the money now. You know, just shoot it to your boy and I'll pay you back or something, you know. And she's like, nah, I can't do that, son. Then she locks him down because she's basically like, look, I killed that motherfucker for you. And I'm going to give you this money. I basically own your ass. Like, you are mine. You are locked the fuck down. You gonna do what I want you to do and whatever else. <laughs> and uh, I had to put the fucking clip in here because the doctor is, I guess he's with it. Because he's like, oh, you are a little bitch, aren't you? And then he like steps back and he's like, yeah, come here, bitch. And I was like, whoa. That <laughs> fucking caught me on guard. I was fucking rolling. As soon as the will is probated and daddy's business affairs are in perfect order. Ten days to two weeks. I'll get the money back to you. I swear it. Don't swear. Please don't swear. I don't want the money. I have you. You'll make no mistake about it. I do have you. You are a bitch. And then they start, you know, kissing out and everything. Girly then got naked and they're laying in the bed. And the older chick, Kate, that came with Gail, I think walks by the door. And she must, they're not fucking because they, they're kissing. So maybe she hears kissing sound effects. And she's like, ooh, okay, I know what's going on in there. Might be one of my favorite parts of the movie coming up, though. The will reading happens and the lawyer's telling everybody. He's like, yo, he tells the nurse that uh, the guy, he left him like 1500 uh, He left her like $1,500 or something. She gets hype as fuck. Which, granted, I would have she fucking give me fifteen hundred dollars right now. I'd be hyped too. And uh, the doctor, he uh, set up a trust fund for him for you know medical research in his name, you know whatever the fuck. Um, and then Gail got the estate, and so you're like, oh shit, what does Vicky get? Vicky gets to stay in the house, and I know, no, 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 don't know y'all. She don't get the house. She gets to stay in the house, and she gets like a. $250 a month allowance. So basically, she ain't get shit. <laughs> Gail got everything. Girly Vicky just got to, got to stay in the house. That's it. And enough money to buy groceries a month. So, of course, she's pissed. She starts going the fuck off. It's not fair. I stayed with him. I watched over him while he was sick. It's not fair. Bugging the fuck out. Doctor actually has to sedate her ass. Oh, 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 oh. Side note, too. I forgot to say this part. He also put in the will that the house cannot be liquidated. So she can't sell that shit either. So you can't even be like, oh, just sell the crib and get the money for it. No, you get nothing. You lose. Good day, man. Get fucked. 
So yeah, the doctor sedated her, and now the nurse is watching over her, because the doctor's like, yeah, I guess you're back on payroll, because you need to watch her crazy ass. And she's like, all right, I got you. And he hands her a key, and it's like, um, do not leave this door unlocked while she's in here. Keep this shit locked, because her crazy ass is crazy. And uh, I think after this year, after this, I don't know if it's the next day or the same night, I don't really remember anymore, but Kate, the older chick that came with Gail, comes and talks to the doctor, and basically just throws out there like, yo, I know what you're doing with that sister. Or I know why you was fucking with her. You trying to get that money. And now that she ain't getting no money, you gonna go try to fuck with the other sister, right? Well, I'm gonna tell you something. You just leave her the fuck alone. She don't want your ass. And the doctor kind of gives her a look like, all right, we'll see, Mitch. And then almost immediately, like, the doctor is, I don't know if it was like some, some petty shit or not that he did it so quick. But the doctor immediately starts trying to secure Gail. And right in front of Kate at that like, oh, no, you you thought you was on that shit? Oh, watch this shit. Because uh, he goes up to Gail one in the morning or whatever the fuck it is. I, you know, they're all sitting at the breakfast table. Doctor came in. He's like, um, yeah, I was uh, about to go for a walk somewhere. You want to come with me? And she's like, uh, oh, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah you, Kate, you want to go to it? Kate, I, I'm surprised she didn't go because Kate is like, nah, nah, it's all good. You go by yourselves. I thought she was going to straight block that shit. Like, yeah, I told you, motherfucker. But nah, she doesn't go. But she does look salty, though. And then after this, ah, uh, oh, you know what? I was I was with the movie, but this this is this shit. You know, like when you get a uh, a brake job on your car and you get them fresh new brakes. Like you know, you done roll the other ones down to the point where you got to down there put the brakes to the flow to get them bitches to stop. And then you get that new set of brakes, that fresh shit, where it's like you barely tap on that shit, and this comes to a halt. Like it stops. That shit is broke. That's basically this. These next couple scenes right here. Or like the movie got his fucking brakes fixed. Because this shit comes to a halt for a good five to ten minutes here. And keep in mind, this is an hour and 21 minute movie. And we're going to get... You remember that, all right? And I say all that, though, because him and Gail go to a renaissance fair for some fucking reason. I guess to show them bonding. And I'm like, all right, you know, that's what's up. They can just, you know, show that he getting cool. He's securing her and shit. And I also made a note here in my notes that hour and 21 minute movie or hour and 20, whatever the fuck it is. If we're an hour into the movie, we're an hour into a movie called Blood Mania. There's been no blood yet. In this movie called Blood Mania, that's an hour and 20 minutes long. One hour in, no blood. I, PJ would be losing his fucking mind if he was watching this with me. But like I said, it's all, you know, Renaissance Fair show, you know, the, the bonding and all that. But then you get more, it goes on because now they're fucking frolicking at the beach. You know, running around the, I don't know, wrong, along the edge of like the, I don't know what that's called, like the, where the water is, like the waves are coming up onto the sand and shit, whatever the fuck that's called. They're just running around. <laughs> you see two kids with this big ass dog running around too in the shot. But you know, there's like, he picks her up, he's swinging her around, you know, all this shit. And I'm just like, all right, I get it, man. You know, the... <laughs> oh, fucking God, bro. Yeah, um, <laughs> you might notice a fucking difference. I'm, I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure you know this difference. Yeah, um, I was talking about the frolicking at the beach, and I looked down and realized the fucking microphone hasn't been plugged in the whole goddamn time, bro. Fuck, man. Ah, uh, I know I had to really make a decision. I was like, do I re-record this whole fucking show over again, bro? Or do I just say, fuck it, man, and just continue from this point with the microphone and hope to God that that audio doesn't sound super shitty? <laughs> fuck, man. 
Ah, oh, I'm losing my mind. Oh, and I was the fucked up part is that I had my notebook where I would normally have where like over top the USB port where the microphone would be plugged in at so I didn't fucking notice cause fucking mic God damn it man <laughs> I apologize for that man if you wonder why this shitty quality that's why cause the fucking mic wasn't plugged in. Yeah yeah professional I'm still using my professional hashtag because you know what I'm gonna keep it going. I might tinker with the audio and try and make it sound better but fuck man Cause I know the internal mic in this computer is why even include the internal mic if it sounds like such shit Microsoft like honestly nobody ever likes to record with it unless probably absolutely necessary I, ah, fuck man I'm sorry y'all I was in a rush to do this shit <laughs> I wasn't alright I'm, I'm done apologizing I'm sorry y'all you know, from this point forward though you get the fucking microphone yeah, man, what was I talking about? They were at the beach frolicking around, and it just goes on and on and on. Like I said, it starts to really drag to the point where I'm watching the movie, and I'm like, I think I can, I can feel the score going down in my fucking mind with this part. It's like you're dropping, like numbers are falling the longer this goes on. But thankfully, it finally ends. They start kissing and making out, so he's like, secure, done now. So back at the house, Vicky is uh, painting. And she hears some like some laughing or giggling outside. She goes and looks out the window, and she sees a gal and a uh, the doctor out there playing around at the pool, all smiling and happy and shit. And so she, of course, is salty as fuck. Back in you know with Gail and dude, her and the doctor are like running around playfully, you know, and all this shit. Then they start making out in front of the fireplace. And then for a second, you get these weird little like jump cut things of like kind of like i think there were scenes from the beginning like i was telling you before like the the little macabre figures with the green blue and red lights and shit and then it, it then that's it it doesn't like cut between those shots with vicky like you're seeing like oh vicky's losing her mind she's going crazy it just it stays on them kissing i think like i don't remember seeing vicky so i'm like i'm in my, in my mind okay i'm legit it was bad to the point where i'm thinking like oh shit is this sister crazy too? Is the fake out gonna be that this sister's actually the crazy one? And she's gonna fuck everybody up while everybody's thinking Vicky's the crazy one and locking her in the room? Like that's what that's what made, it made my mind go to. Cause I'm like, what is happening? This has to be what's happening, but no, no, <laughs> it's not at all what happens. And so I, I don't know why the fuck that happened the way it did. Who the I don't know. Gail is going to go check on her homegirl Kate and she's packing her bags, and she's like, Yo, you leaving? She's like, Yeah, yeah, I'm headed back to New York. And she's like, why? And then she's like, you know, I'm the, she basically comes out to her in so many words because she's like, I'm the type of woman that, you know, enjoys the company of other women. And with your present scenario, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Basically saying like, I wanted to fuck with you, but you fucking with the doctor now. So ain't no reason for me to be here. And I think Gail gets it because she kind of goes like, oh, and then she like just kind of gets quiet. So I guess she didn't know the whole time her homegirl was trying to smash, I guess. So... After this, Gail goes up to Vicky, and she's trying to be cool with her. She's like, you know, I'm sorry for all this shit. You know, I didn't expect Dad to give me all this shit. I really don't want all of it, man. I'm, you know, you my sister and everything. How about we just split it in half? And Vicky's like, it's cool. I understand what you're doing, but it's like, I don't want half. You know, I don't want nothing from that motherfucker. I'm good. Fuck him. I ain't like him anyway. <laughs> shit like that. And Gail wants to help her. She's like, well, I mean, you know, we can send a nurse home, and I can look after you. You know, we don't, you know, have to have her. I can, I'm your sister, homie. Like, you know, shit like that. But Vicky's like, you know, nah, I really need no help right now. I just really just want to take a nap. And so she's like, all right, that sounds good. You go ahead and take your nap. But then Vicky is like, um, yeah, can you, like, leave the door open, though? Or unlocked or whatever? She's like, yeah. And Gail's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So you get the little dun-dun-dun. You know, that's not a good sign. Well, I mean, you don't get that, but in my mind, that happened. You know, you know what I mean, damn it. Gail is uh, getting naked. You know, she got to get naked, too, like everybody else, I guess. <laughs> you know, she's in the bathroom. I think she's about to get in the shower, maybe, or something. But then Vicky 
comes from around the corner with a statue and bludgeons the fuck out of her and kills her. So Gail is dead now. Vicky murdered her ass. And the doc caught. Oh, and then it's just like a shot of her with blood all over her face and everything. And she's painting. And I'm, it doesn't explicitly show it, but I'm, I'm guessing that she's painting with her fucking blood. Because that's what it looks like anyway on a paint stick. Paintbrush. Paint stick. What the fuck? Paintbrush. Doctor calls and he's like, yo, who's this? This girl? She's like, nah, it's Vicky. He's like fuck you doing up where girl i put her on the phone and she's like nah or something like that so the doctor's like oh shit he goes to run over to the house and this is where i started taking time notes because i'm like okay there's five minutes left for this movie what the fuck are they gonna do to wrap all this up in just five minutes so let's go doctor comes over he's talking to vicky and he's like she's like where girl at she's like oh and so he starts looking around and he finds Gail's body all fucked up and like propped up in the shower, like sitting down on the floor. And uh, he just backs up out of the, you know, he shook. He backs up out of the bathroom. He looks at Vicky and he's just like, he's crying at this point. He's like, why? And I don't know if he's crying because he actually fucked with her or if he's crying because he know he's fucked. And he's not getting that money. Probably that one. I guess he's like, all right, we can fix this. I'll, I'm, I'll clean it up or whatever the fuck. Because he takes the body and like throws it into the backseat of a car. And I think at this point, there's like two minutes left. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all going to do in two minutes? Like, how is this going to end? Like, I'm legit, like, no joke. I'm doing the PJ. I'm scooted up to the edge of the couch. I'm like, what is going to happen? Like, y'all have two minutes to end this movie and y'all have credits. So what the fuck is going to happen? And the doctor, you know, he grabs Vicky's shoulders and everything. He's like, you know what I have to do. And they kiss. And I'm thinking that the, the fucking movie's about to end. But no, Vicky starts screaming. And the doctor turns around and Gail's body is propped up in the doorway. And now this is where confusion comes with me because I don't remember how, what the fuck, how this worked. I had to actually look it up on Wikipedia, but I'll tell you my thought, my version of it first. The body is in the doorway and then the body goes to the floor and the thug, the blackmail dude is standing there and he's laughing like, yeah, I got that ass now, boy. But when I read the Wikipedia synopsis to see what the fuck happened at the end of this movie, it said that the body disappeared like the doctor was envisioning it, which makes more sense for what happens next. After that shit happens, it's like this weird ass, like criterion fucking art house ending. Like, uh, like, all right, it's. <laughs> it's hard to explain I had, like I said I had to look this up on Wikipedia to see what the fuck even happened and then it didn't even really help so basically look the, the blackmailer's at the door and the doctor just has this look on his face like he knows he's fucked like, he, it's, it's over he knows it he has that look on his face like game over man game over and it starts doing this weird cutting back and forth between him and the painting that Vicky was painting and you see that she's been painting this picture of the doctor holding a skeleton in his arms and so i'm like all right okay does this mean that okay so at this point okay i'm just saying like this the wikipedia thing said that he hallucinated the body i'm like okay did he hallucinate the picture too like did 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 vicky painted ah god damn it (laughs) i don't know okay look she it starts cutting back and forth between him and the painting of the dude or of him holding a body. And then it does like a weird freeze frame of like the, it's like his face over top the painting version of his face. And it freeze frames like, ah, fucking no, man. It's it's too artsy for me, man. I can't explain it. <laughs> oh no, at first I'm thinking like, when I read the Wikipedia things, so I'm like, was he imagining the painting then? Like, I don't fucking know. 
did the fucking dude come through the door and kill him and now he's bugging out like this whole thing imagination like i don't know i'm gonna just what did i'm gonna tell you what wikipedia said and then y'all can just go from there man let me see i don't want to know about poppers i already know about poppers homie <laughs> so okay the last sentence of the plot or not since last paragraph is returning to the house damn it phone <laughs> returning to the house dr cooper embraces victoria just as he sees an apparition of gail's corpse standing behind the door it fades revealing Dr. Cooper's blackmailer grinning menacingly as the painting is revealed, showing Dr. Cooper with a skeleton draped across his arms. So, yeah, that's that's the ending. Like, I can't go no deeper than that. That's the fucking ending. And then, yeah, just like, it's, it ends, that's it. That's instant. I wrote my notes, abrupt, uh, abrupt, abrupt end. Like, it's just over. And so I was sitting there wondering, like, so how are they going to end this? They got five minutes left. Oh, shit. How's it going to end? They got two minutes left. Oh, it just fucking ends. <laughs> it almost reminds me of the ending of this movie called Pieces by Juan P. Kier Simon, if you know that old movie. If you don't, you should probably go watch it. Fuck it. But, yeah, that was Blood Mania, bro. <laughs> like, that's the movie. So, um, yeah, I'll play some promo. I actually think I got I should have a few new ones here. So, yeah, I'll play promo and uh, maybe some advertisements. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be right back. Like MC Shady, I'll be back. Anybody get the MC Shady reference? Anybody? Anybody? Fuck y'all. <laughs> Do you have trouble getting out of bed? Start your day with Up in 10 Club, the podcast that gets you out of bed in 10 minutes. With me, Jaslyn, your morning toast. Whether you're snugly, depressed, anxious, or just too lazy to get up, you're welcome in the club. It's the motivational podcast that doesn't ask too much. This is your 10 more minutes. Listen where you get podcasts and on YouTube. Be our friend on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Up and Ten Club. Please subscribe or tell a friend. Well, I can't say PJ, so Brent. <laughs> I don't know. What did I think about Blood Mania? Oh, man, this is uh, going to sound crazy. It really is because... I kind of dug this weird ass movie, man. I don't know what it was. Like I was into this movie the whole time. Maybe it's all the naked women running around. Like I said earlier in the show that, yeah, I love women. So, and the ones in the movie weren't bad looking either. Actually, I think I saw that the chick that played Gail actually ended up doing like Playboy centerfolds and shit. So they ain't bad looking to me anyway. Uh, and then the only thing is that, like I said, blood mania, but you don't get blood or death until the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. The whole thing, like, the whole movie, like, this is, like, look up false advertising, my nigga, in the dictionary, and this fucking movie poster, it should be there. Because, <laughs> man, this was not, even the trailer, the trailer even fucking lies to you. They thinking it's going to be this, I don't know, like, slasher movie or something, but it's really like a psychological, like, thriller, maybe, I guess. I don't even know if I can say thriller. It's like psychological horror i don't fucking know how to explain it it's not a lot of death if you come in here for a body count you get one you get technically you get two because the dad dies and then gail gets killed so you get two bodies in this movie called blood mania and there's not a whole lot of blood either but at the same time i don't know why i don't know why i like this movie so much like i legit like looked up to see if it is on blu-ray and, but it cost too much. It was like $22. It was double feature with another movie. I don't, I don't like it $22 much, but because I technically own it already, but I don't know. I, 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 I like it, man. 
And it's not one of those. It's actually, you know, it's always, you know, the thing we always say is like, I can't decide between these two numbers, so I go lower. But it's actually like, I'm, I'm, the battle in my mind right now is like, I know I probably shouldn't rate it this high, but I, I can't frown, y'all. This, I, I want to give it an eight. I don't know why. I really fucking liked it, man. Like, I could watch this again. Like, of the three movies so far out of the Gore House Greats DVD set I got, this is, I like this one. I didn't like the other two. And also, Mill Creek, y'all know y'all dirty for labeling this as Gore House Greats. We've watched three movies in this set now, and this has the most gore in it, I guess, I think. I don't remember Blood of Dracula's Castle, for real. But it's nothing. It's still not much there. But, as I said, I'm... <sighs> I liked it, man. I don't know why, but I liked it. So fuck it. It gets an eight. <laughs> I didn't expect that, and I'm sure y'all didn't either, but hey, I guess throw a bunch of naked women running around, and I'm, I'm fuck with your movie. Because that's basically, this whole movie, the whole time I was watching it, this is like, I'm just thinking like, this is a porno movie with the sex scenes cut out, is what this reminded me of. Or even like a, because I can't even say Skinamax, because there's not... Like, there's no actual sex scenes. There's a lot of nudity, but no sex scenes. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. It just reminded me of, like, if somebody took an old porno movie from 1970, cut out the fucking penetration scenes or whatever the fuck, triple X moments, and then released it as a regular movie. Like, this, that's what it reminds me of. But I liked it, though. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I guess I can't talk shit. But fuck it. <laughs> we got segments on the show. I'll go ahead and do it, shit. Um, Patrice Lumumba. I almost fucked that name up, man. I know that name, too. He was born July 2nd, 1925, and died January 17th, 1961. Damn, day after my birthday. Ain't that? Patrice Lumumba was a Congolese independence leader and first democratically elected leader of Congo as prime minister at age of 35. He was the founder and leader of mainstream movement National Congolese. Okay, I thought I was reading that wrong. Had an integral role in the campaign for independence from Belgium. He co-established the movement National Congress in 1958 to call for countrywide unity and freedom from colonial atrocities. Oh damn. He was assassinated in 1961. I thought so, but I was hoping that. I was thinking, like, not him, but yeah. Guess he got assassinated in 1961. In 2013, the United States of America admitted President Eisenhower authorized his assassination. You sons of bitches. So the fucking president authorized him being assassinated. That just kind of pissed me off, for real. It's like, cause then that's the type of shit when motherfuckers be like, oh, you when the black people step up on something political and they be like, oh, this country's been good, you yeah. But then our fucking like political leaders are get legit getting assassinated, and then it's coming out years later that it they did the shit, they admitting to it. But I guess Eisenhower dead, so it's like, what the fuck can they do now? I don't know. These motherfuckers wonder why we got a motherfucking chip on our shoulder living here, man. And then like I said, you look at the news and fuck it, I don't care. I'm not talking about it. Cause everybody probably seen it by now, but you know, had the you know the Botham Jean dude had that bullshit happen where he got killed in his own house because the little bitch thought she walked into the wrong house supposedly, and so she just opened fire and then all that, and then got ten years and the judge was hugging her like you know all that whole shit. And I'll say it on microphone: if somebody murder me and you motherfucking hug they ass in court, I'm haunting the shit out of you, bro. I motherfucking leave a clause in my will that says yo, if I was murdered and somebody fucking hugs the killer, you fuck them up. Find the person in the family that don't give a fuck and you go lay waste. Cause fuck that person. And the motherfucker that killed me. They can both go. I don't care. I'm sorry, I know I probably shouldn't say shit like that. But I don't give a fuck. That's real. Fucking you ain't gotta kill him. Just beat they monkey ass to the dirt. And then they can go do their ten years after they just got their ass beat. Fuck it. 
But not real shit. I don't give a fuck. That's some bullshit. But um, I know it's like, oh, well, you know, you got to be the bigger person sometimes. And we had to practice forgiveness and all this Bible shit. I'm sorry. I got to say it because, ah, man, I didn't expect this. But they, look, man, that book has been used to fuck with black people for so long. And it drives me crazy. Crazy. That motherfucker's use that as an excuse to do shit like hug somebody that just fucking murdered a black person for no fucking reason like i saw a meme and it's real shit like i saw a meme that was like yo look it had the judge on the top panel with the you know the, the black dude in chains it's like oh lock him up whatever you know fuck him he need to do his time then the bottom panel was him hugging the little white chicken crying like oh it's okay you didn't mean to that's how that shit be i've seen this shit in real life before like no joke motherfuckers like everybody sitting you watch the news you've seen shit like this happen before it happens way too motherfucking often, man. I'm tired of this shit, man. Like, back in the day, man, you know, slave masters was quoting Bible verses while they were fucking whipping us, forcing the religion on us. It's like, yo, this is what y'all motherfuckers need to practice. All these motherfucking years later, using that to justify this shit, or we should, we should forgive this woman for fucking cold blood murdering this black dude that was just chilling at his house. But, you know, the book says, this book says we should forgive him. But... Like I said, I know just probably religious cats to listen to this podcast. It probably done shut me off already at this point, but I don't give a fuck. Like, y'all motherfuckers give that shit way too much of a pass, man. Y'all really do. Like, I, I tell people all the time, man, like, when it comes to that Bible shit, man, I just, I don't, my mind is like, I don't know what's real when I'm dead and gone and I'm wherever the fuck I go and I know what's real. I'm like, okay, so that was, that was it. That was true. Oh, that was bullshit. Oh, that was half true. You know, shit like that. So when it comes to that book, man, something that's been passed down from so many hands. It's like a, I said this before on the podcast years ago. It's like a game of telephone. It's been through too many motherfucking hands. Eh, it drives me fucking crazy, man. I don't know, man. Maybe it takes a more scholarly person than me to have this conversation. But I just, it, fuck, it feels fucking weird, man. It really feels fucking weird that this book that was used to, to justify slavery of my fucking peeps is now being used by my peeps to do shit like this. You know, like, <sighs> we should forgive this person that shot this motherfucker in his own house in cold blood. I, I that's, that's logic I don't understand, dog. Like, hustlers, like, home video hustlers, like, if somebody, like, as we're recording this right now, if somebody broke into the fucking house and shot me and was like, oh, I thought this was my house. Would y'all hug that motherfucker? Like, for real. Would y'all hug that motherfucker? Would y'all forgive that motherfucker? And let me know on Twitter. I want to I wanna know. I'm not even going to sing it this time because I'm dead serious right now. I want to fucking know. If somebody burst in here, like, imagine this is live streaming. Somebody busted in that motherfucking door and shot me dead. No more home video hustle. Brent is gone. Would y'all hug that motherfucker? Would y'all forgive that motherfucker? Like, oh, you know, people make mistakes. You know, Oh, those you know apartments all look the same, you know. Oh, you know, I just like I want to know, man. I want to fucking know. I'm sorry to get like super serious and shit out of nowhere, but reading that fucking note really just it really just fucked with me a little bit. Government really, I know, man. I know people are like oh, you shouldn't be surprised. I know, man. I'm not surprised, but it's just like the fact that it's so. It's public knowledge now, dog. And I know this shit with Martin Luther King, too. It's just like, motherfuckers do us so dirty out here, bro. And not just us, but believe me, I know it's not just black folks, but 
I'm black, so you know that's what I relate to the most. Shit crazy, and then they wonder why motherfuckers have the problems that they have, have the anxiety that they have towards shit. You know, shit like that. Wonder why motherfuckers look pissed off sometimes. It's like, you put them shoes on and walk on them, motherfucker. Oh, but I was talking about that shit too because now, you know, that shit with, with uh, the dude Botham happened. And then now, something else done fucking happened over down in Texas. Girl, he's sitting there chilling with, I think it was her nephew, playing the video game. Somebody fucking called the police for a wellness check. Motherfucking policeman come looking around the house. Girlie go up to see what the fuck is happening. Like, who's around my house? And get shot. For no fucking reason. Just checking to see who the fuck is walking on my fucking property. Like, come on, son. So now, now it's like, don't hug nobody that killed me. And now it's just don't fucking call the police to check on me either. It's to the point now where, like, and I do this anyway. I don't ever, I don't call the police for shit. Like, I thankfully haven't really had a reason to even do that. But that's, like, never the first thing on my mind is to call them over there. Because, like, as you see what happens, the motherfuckers are going to cause more trouble than it actually is. I'm just, I'm just throw it out there for y'all, man. If you really that worried about your peoples, get your ass in the car and go check on them. Especially if you're black or brown or whatever the fuck. Because, I mean, I can only imagine how that person feel, man. Because it's like, I mean, you legit trying to do a good thing. It's like, you know, my peoples, I ain't, you know, whatever I ain't heard from or whatever. I want to make sure they good. And then in the back of your mind, after this happened, you're like, if I hadn't called them niggas, this would, she wouldn't be dead. But in the back of your mind, you're like, you're taught that the police are there to help you, you know? You're supposed to be able to call on them when shit needs to be done or handled. Or, you know, somebody needs checked on you. They should alleviate the fucking worry, not add to it, you know what I'm saying? So now it's to the point where it's like, don't call the motherfuckers to check on me either. You bring your ass over here, call somebody to come over here and check on me, motherfucker. And motherfuckers wonder why songs like Fuck the Police were made in 88. It's 2019, dog. Shit's still relevant. If you listen to the Call 45 episode, they did Tales from the Hood. And just like when we did Tales from the Hood, everybody, we all agree. That shit's still relevant all these years later. Because motherfuckers still doing the same old fuck shit. Police still being hoes. Police, I mean, not poli- uh, politicians still being hoes. Black folks still out here killing black folks. Our own people still fucking us up. Like, all the shit in Tales from the Hood, like, it's true. To this day. Shit crazy, man. For real though, sometimes man, that shit, shit that need to be said, man. I had to say it, and I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put a cap on this whole part of the convo, and I'm gonna say to the judge that hugged the old girl in the court and told her, you know, shit happens, basically mistakes happen. To the bailiff or whoever the fuck it was, combing her hair and all that shit, trying to you know make her feel comfortable. To the cop that fucking killed old girl in her house with the wellness check. Fuck all y'all on some ice cube shit. And that's all I got to say about that. And there is one more, there is one more uh, thing from the back of the card, though. It says, in 1964, Malcolm X said, Lumumba was the greatest black man who ever walked the African continent, but unfortunately didn't get to walk it after January 17, 1961, because of a bitch-ass president ordering his assassination. There's a black history flashcard for that ass from the urban intellectuals. Now, I know I probably killed the mood a little bit with that, but shit has to be said. Do I even have a hustle approval? <laughs> I don't know right now. You know what? I'm a hustle approve, um, I'm going to hustle approve letterbox. If you've been following the podcast lately, you see I've been posting all these reviews up on Letterboxd now. And it's kind of, you know, I already love to watch movies. You know, it's already like my favorite pastime other than playing video games, listening to music. Those are my three pastimes and something else that I won't name here. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it made watching the movies fun again, man. Because it's like um, like Pokemon, you know, got to review them all, got to review them all, you know. And I've been watching the Zatsuichi movies and I started doing those. And then I reviewed uh, Dracula AD 1972 
But then when I reviewed Blazing Saddles on there, that's when the shit blew up. Like, everybody was responding to that one. So I guess if you do a movie that people know, I guess that's when you'll get the responses, which makes me wonder about this episode because nobody probably knows this movie. Except maybe a select handful, a handful of people that watch this type of shit. I don't like Mike from Bad Reception or something might know for this movie. But yeah, I think I'm also a proof letter boss because it's like it, it legit has made movie watching a little bit more fun for me now. Because now it's like I can go do the reviews. Because, you know, I already did the quick reviews for the movies when I watched them. And now I can just, you know, type them on there, do the star rating, share the shit. You know, it's a lot more fun to do it that way. Some of us are approved letterboxed, man. And, yeah, after all that, man, if after this episode, after that little discussion we had, if you want to follow us on Twitter, if you got some responses to what I was talking about, all that good shit, you can follow us on Twitter at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P. Lowercase iCast. That's HVH Podcast on Twitter. On Facebook, we are Facebook.com slash HVH Podcast. On Instagram, we're Home Video Hustle Podcast. Just type it in the search bar. We'll be there. I'll show you that. And on YouTube, we got the Home Video Hustle. Type that in the search bar. And we got videos every Wednesday. If you know, we, if you want to know what we're going to talk about on Friday, you can watch the video on Wednesday. Fuck it, man. I got one more bonus episode already done in the can. So Tuesday, you will have an episode. And then if I got, I mean, PJ's supposed to be able to record sometime soon. He's um getting new internet, but they got to do the rewiring shit because I guess the crib, he does, it doesn't have the ports for the, uh, the newer internet style, whatever the fuck it is. So that's why he's not here today. So hopefully by next time the uh, episode, you know, drop time comes, he'll be there. But we'll see what happens. If not, it'll probably just be me again. But hopefully this works out because if y'all like this shit with just me, it kind of alleviates a little bit of the, the, you know, the pressure off this shit because I'm always like, oh, you know. I got to get this episode out. And, but if y'all guys are cool with just listening to me, then that makes my life a lot easier. So, yeah, on one of those social media outlets I told you about, let me know if y'all cool with this. And, shit, it make my life a lot easier, man. But I just, you know, especially with Patreon people, you know, I don't want to... So, you know, I just don't want to not throw him on there. I know people probably expect him to be there, and they like, oh, I paid to hear you and Peach. I don't know. I don't know if that's how y'all think or not. That's how I think about how y'all think it's just. So I'll be feeling bad if I can't throw P on there or some shit like that, or if it got to be just me, or if I got to use guests too often. But if none of that bothers y'all, I guess, just let me know, because then it might not bother me so much. I don't fucking know. I just feel bad when I can't get PJ on there. But I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> he should be here next time. But, yeah, so that's all that. AgerRadio.org slash Home Video Hustle is the home-based podcast network that we fuck with. And uh, yeah, just, you can go to the, find all the links to the bazaar and, uh, you know, all the episodes. All, you know, all that good shit. And you can support the show on Patreon.com slash Home Video Hustle. We got two tiers, $1 and $3. If you want to help support the show, we greatly appreciate you. And I think, yeah, I think I, I told you about Dre already. But I don't think I told you about the new cat. No, nah, I didn't because it just happened this week. We actually got a new patron. Oh, we've had two new patrons. Fuck. That's right. I didn't tell you about the homie. But yeah, right. Yeah, we the homie Stork from Beside the Geek Podcast. If y'all didn't know, Beside the Geek took a little hiatus, but they're back now. Slightly different, you know, episode structures. Like now they're doing Star Trek. They're going through each episode of Star Trek instead of just doing movies and everything only. So check them out. And then homie Stork, I appreciate you and thank you, man, for becoming a patron. I'm also a patron of their show too, so you know it's the the was the the Predator handshake. <laughs> Apollo Creed and fucking uh the Terminator shit. But then the homie um Wayne I don't know I don't know if you want me to throw your whole name out there. I'll just say the homie Wayne hit us up and uh I saw that he actually has like a he he streams video game shit on YouTube. So Wayne, let me know if you want me to shoot him your link and shit if you wanna show him how you play your video games and all that. But appreciate you too though, dog. And those are both three dollar patrons, so appreciate that shit, man. We got twenty one people so far, so Honestly, that's way more than I thought we'd have at this point. I was hoping to have 10. Shit. And we got 21. So, 21. <laughs> so, that's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all.
And like I said, with those with the support of the show, you know, you get to make us watch movies and shit, stuff like that. So if there's something you want us to watch, like, because like I said, we're taking a, a slight break on the Patreon episodes for you know to get maximum Halloween and holiday shit popping. So in January, we're doing all Patreon movies. So there's a chance you can, if you want to get make us watch some in January, I leave it up to PJ you know what name we pick. So you might get lucky, man. But then after January, we'll still put a start mixing them in again. You know, you know how we do. Um, you can follow, actually follow PJ on Twitter at capital P lowercase A-U-L-Y, capital P lowercase J, Pauly PJ, and the spirit, even though she's not here, she's here in spirit. <laughs> you see what I did there, right? You can follow her at the spirit nine five. Those are the numbers nine five, not nine five. Don't spell it out. And what else do we got? PJ has SoundCloud and he has music on there and it says 614P underscore music. If you want to hear the willows and anything else, he may have new thrown up there. He's supposed to have new shit coming out sometime soon, so you should follow that page. And uh, what else do we have? Oh, we do got merchandise. Yeah, if you want our face on your body somewhere, go over to uh, T Public or Redbubble. Type in Homeville Hustle or HVH Podcast in the search bar. I think either one will bring us up. And we got different T-shirts and everything. And then yeah, if you if you've ever bought a shirt or anything, you should like shoot me a picture so I can like you know show you off on Instagram. Like yo, look, they bought a Homeville Hustle shirt. They look good in that shit. Don't you want to look good for your significant other? Then buy a Homeville Hustle shirt. <laughs> But uh, I think with that, though, I think that's all the, the sh- proper shilling that I have to do for the show. So with all that being said, I'll let you know one more thing. I'm Brent, and I want you to have a good rest of your Friday or whatever the fuck day you listen to. So it might not be Friday. Who knows? Check out Blood Mania, though, man. Like, it's, it's actually not on YouTube. It might be streaming somewhere. I got the Gorehouse Greats DVD set. I got it for, like, two bucks at the store called Ollie's. So maybe it'd be, like, it was brand new, too. So maybe it's cheap somewhere for you, too. I don't know. But check it out, man. Maybe let me know if I'm tripping for liking this movie so much. I think I am, but I can't help the fact that I liked it. Though I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, man. And like I said, if you want to hit me up, hit me up, man. So like, if you want to continue that convo about what I was talking about a little bit ago, fuck it, man. Hit me up. I always talk back. And until next time, until Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday's gonna be a fun episode. Please come back on Tuesday, cause there's a guest I've been wanting to get on here for a long time, and he's finally fucking coming on Tuesday. So come back for that. And until then, peace.